and welcome back or welcome to Coffee Hour with Megan. I'm Megan and on today's episode I'm going to be talking about traveling and I know that traveling really isn't a thing right now but I just thought I'd share some tips because I've accumulated a lot and I think that in the next little bit people will start to be traveling a little bit more. I know that a lot of people are traveling still right now so um, I just kind of have some tips on traveling on a plane, a train, a bus, a car, a boat. I've had a lot of experience, so I just thought I'd share some tips. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, so like I said, I'm going to be talking about sort of traveling and I'm going to talk about kind of what to pack um, and then kind of what to expect when traveling on a plane and a car, a bus, a train, and a boat. And then I'm going to talk about a couple of travel stories that I have because I have traveled to a lot of places in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. So I feel like I have a couple of tips and other good things to talk about. So I'm going to start with packing for a trip. And I just want to start with like how to pack because I have been known to be a very big overpacker. I don't know why, but every single time I try and not overpack, I still end up overpacking. But some of the ways that I kind of like to help with not overpacking, even if I do overpack a little bit, I like to make a list and that just kind of includes like how many shirts, shorts, pants, skirts, dresses, etc. that kind of stuff I'm going to bring. Um, and it just kind of allows me to maybe not overpack as much or just kind of figure out what I need to bring. And along with the list, I like to kind of check for the weather. Like what is it, what is the weather going to be like when I'm there and is it going to rain? Is it going to be sunny? Like, is it going to be cold? So it kind of, That kind of helps me with, do I need to pack more of shirt, like more shirts or more pants or more shorts? Because if it's going to be hot, then obviously I'm going to want shorts. But yeah, I like that. And then also how long you're going to be there for, because obviously how long you're going to be there for depends on, or is going to tell you how much you need to pack. And so going along with actually packing your clothes, some things that I found that help with packing my clothes is rolling them. And rolling doesn't only save space, but it like actually helps with, I think, r- like wrinkles, I'm pretty sure. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if that's true, but I've heard that if you roll your clothes or like roll your shirts and your pants, it does help with wrinkles. And I've rolled my clothes so many times in my suitcase that I actually roll my clothes now and I, when I put them in my drawers and it actually does save a lot of space. So I highly recommend doing that or I, or you can bring packing cubes. They actually, I've used those before when I've gone on really long trips, they do help save space and you can probably get them for like 15 bucks off of Amazon. They come with at least, I don't know. Mine came with, I think four cubes and they are cute. It's kind of like a Russian doll. So you have a really big one and then you have more smaller ones that can um, fit inside of each other just to save space. And then mine also came with a laundry bag. And if you don't have a laundry bag, then you can always use a plastic bag. But I really like the laundry bag because it separates your dirty and clean clothes. And for me, I usually work out whenever I go, whenever I travel. So when I have those dirty clothes, like trust me, they smell bad. So that kind of helps with not having your dirty clothes and clean clothes mix and making everything smell. And then the last thing I have is putting toiletries in a plastic bag. So when you bring your toiletries with you um, for like in your suitcase or something like that, if you're going on a plane, then the chances are they could explode. So my trick is to put them in a little like plastic Ziploc bag. Or what I like to do is I put plastic wrap over the top, like unscrew the top of it off put plastic wrap over the area like place where it's going to come out and then screw the top back on. So it kind of is secure. So if it does pop, then nothing's going to really get anywhere. I don't know. I don't really know how I figured out how to do that, but I just started doing it and it works. It works really well because you can reuse the stuff. And if you get the plastic bag all 
30 or if it like something does explode. I don't know. I just never want to reuse that plastic bag. So it's just better to put the plastic wrap over. Okay, so now I'm going to move on to what to bring in a suitcase. And I guess this also just depends on like where you're going and what you kind of need. I I say always bring a raincoat too because personally, I live in Michigan and for me, I could say, "Oh yeah, it's or I could look at the weather and it's going to be sunny all day." And then the day comes and it's sunny for like maybe 50%. And then it starts raining and I'm like, what, what happened? It said it was going to be sunny all day. Like what's going on? So I've taken that with me everywhere else I go, because honestly, you never really know what the weather is going to be. So I always say bring a raincoat, probably a sweatshirt too. I'm also one that gets really cold. So I always bring a sweatshirt with me and like fuzzy socks and sweatpants. Oh, always need those. And then another thing is to pack enough like socks and underwear because you could really like you really never know what you're going to be doing because I don't know I like itineraries sometimes but sometimes you go off of it and you're like oh I wasn't expecting to get all sweaty and disgusting so I'm going to need to like take a shower and change so I always say bring enough like socks and underwear too because like they're pretty small and if you have a packing cube you can always put them in there and they that saves space so always bring those with you um, always putting dryer sheets in your suitcase because that actually helps with the smell, especially if you're bringing shoes with you, then yeah, you really don't want your shoes to stink up your entire suitcase and putting dryer sheets everywhere just kind of helps with that smell. And yeah, it's really good to use. And then the last thing I have with a suitcase, actually probably not the last thing, second to last thing is only really bringing one pair of pajamas. Cause if you think about it, like you're only really going to need one they like one thing to sleep in every single night. I like, I don't know if it, that's gross to some people, but I like, I do it because not only does it save space in your suitcase, like it helps you not overpack, but I mean, like nobody's really going to see you in these, like you're just going to sleep in them and then change the next morning. So I recommend only packing like one pair of pajamas. If you actually like have a pair of pajamas, like matching, I never do, but if you do, good for you. You probably have your life together. And then the last thing that I wanted to say was if you are going on a long trip, I recommend taking like full size toiletry stuff because you can take, you can put full size like shampoo, conditioner, body wash. You can put those in your suitcase. You don't need to bring those on like a carry on or you don't need to have the whatever, like three ounce or I actually have no clue how many ounces you can have on a plane. But you actually can pack full-size stuff on a, um, a was it a carry No, on a checked bag. Sorry. So, like, if you check your bag, bring the full-size if you don't feel like going somewhere when you land to shop for stuff. If you do, I mean, hey, that's fine. But if you really don't want to spend that money to, like, say you're going to Europe, then you probably are going to want to have that full-size stuff with you just because you – I don't know. For me, it's I never really know where to go in Europe because most of the time, if I'm in Europe, I don't have I did. We didn't have like um, a rental car, so we would have to walk everywhere. And for us, like we would get lost so easily. So I recommend just bringing that stuff so you don't have to go like go somewhere, go to a store and buy some stuff. Moving on, um, we're going to talk about what to bring on a carry on and for me, I have always been the mom of the group. And in that sense, I mean, I always am prepared. I always have stuff with me no matter what. It's just always, that's always how it's going to be. It's always how it's been. And I kind of love it because everybody kind of looks to me like, oh, Megan, do you have that kind of stuff? And I always say, yeah, of course I do. So my trick is to always have stuff with me. And this stuff is mostly what I bring on my carry on. And I actually bring this kind of wherever I travel as well, just in case. So I always have a small bag of toiletries. And when I say small bag, it's like kind of like a makeup bag almost, but I don't put makeup in it. Um, and when I, with the toiletries, I always have Tylenol, tissues, Tums, because people actually like really need Tums sometimes. Their stomach gets upset, especially when you're on trips, like you could get like air sickness or car sickness or I don't know, something like that. But a lot of the times people need Tums. 
Um, cough drops, hand sanitizer, a Tide stick because messes happen all the time. Chapstick because when you're in the air, it can get really dry. Uh, Dramamine, and if you don't know what that is, it's pretty much I. I don't really know what is actually in Dramamine, but I feel like it's just melatonin. So it helps you sleep. Uh, Band aids and then wipes because. I don't know. I usually always just have some sort of wipe with me or like, especially makeup wipes. Those kind of are good to use. Well, they're not the best to use, but I really like to use them or have them with me. And band-aids I love to have with me because I always personally need band-aids. So I just like to have them with me just in case other people need them. And then other things that you need on your carry-on are a change of clothes because you never really know if your suitcase is going to get lost. It's happened to me before where our suitcases, they weren't lost, but they were like delayed or something because we flew to Florida to go to Disney and we our, our suitcases were going to be brought to our hotel from the airport. And that just never happened. Like they didn't show up until the next day or something like that. So, and I was the only smart one that brought a change of clothes. So I recommend bringing a change of clothes just in case. I'm not saying your suitcase is going to get lost, but like planes can be a little iffy sometimes. So just bring another pair of clothes. Uh, bring multiple pairs of headphones. I always have at least three pairs of headphones with me at all times. I bring one, uh, sorry. Yeah, hmm. I bring one or two that are Bluetooth, so wireless, because I don't really like the wires sticking out. And then I usually have like one or two that are um, like that have a wire that can connect to your phone or your laptop or something like that, because you really never know what you're going to need, especially when you wear a pair of headphones for a really long time, your ears start to hurt because I have the beats that cover your whole ears. And when you wear those for a really long time, like your whole ear starts to hurt. So then I change over to the other headphones that I can just like plug into my phone and they just kind of go into my ears. They don't cover my ear. So you kind of, I flip flop between those because my ears can start to hurt over time if I have the headphones in for too long. Also, I bring other headphones because most of the time I'm traveling with people, aka my brother, who never really has his own headphones or forgets his headphones. So he always looks to me, and I mean, I always give him headphones, but i that's kind of why I always travel with a bunch of headphones. And then another thing is a reusable water bottle. This kind of is just a thing that I do all the time. I literally carry a water bottle with me everywhere I go. Not It's not only because like I actually need water and like I drink a lot of water, but also like you can save a lot of money, especially if you're in an airport if you just bring a reusable water bottle, like it, I don't understand why water and snacks cost so much money in an airport, but they do. And you really can't do anything about that. So bring your water bottle with you. Also bring snacks because you can bring food onto a plane. Like they don't stop you from bringing food on your carry on. They only stop you if you have like a water bottle that isn't sealed. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know if it's sealed or not, but yeah, bring snacks and bring a reusable water bottle. Another thing is bring things that are going to keep you entertained, like a laptop, an iPad. Like I usually bring a coloring book with pe colored pencils with me because I like I I sometimes get bored watching a screen. So sometimes I just like to do that and plug in some music and it passes the time fast. Also a book to read that can also be fun, especially when I know this. They, they say you're not allowed to have your um electronics on at a certain time but I usually do I still listen to music or whatever whenever I'm like reading so most of the time like takeoff and landing I'm usually reading a book some other things are earplugs if you want to try and get sleep I personally don't sleep on planes or any like any time that I'm traveling but if you do then earplugs can be good especially if you have like a sleeping baby or no, sorry, not a sleeping baby, a crying baby on the plane. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, another thing is a blanket. I I think that they keep planes pretty cold. They do for me at least. I But like I said, I get cold really easily. So I usually bring a blanket with me just because, and I usually share it with other people as well. If Most of the time if I like 
if I'm on the plane with my brother or like my mom or dad or something like that. Um, bring gum because that can help with uh, your ears popping or whatever. So yeah, bring gum. And then lastly, this is, I think one of the most important things, especially if you're traveling on a plane, bring like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a binder, but like bring like a zip up bag or a folder or something like that, that can carry all of your important like documents or important items, like your ID, your wallet, um, your ticket, your passport, like any sort of things that you actually need that are like really, really important, keep that all in one place. So when it's time to kind of bring everything out, then you'll know exactly where it is. Okay, so now I'm going to get on to the actual like traveling aspect of everything. And I'm going to start with traveling on a plane. And I kind of talk about <laughs> a lot of this, like the same thing kind of applies to if you're traveling on a plane, a train, a bus, a car, a boat, like a lot of the th same things apply. So I just kind of wanted to talk about traveling on a plane and then I'll kind of go into specifics with traveling on everything else. Okay, so traveling on a plane. There are so many things when traveling on a plane that are just very important. And I personally love traveling on planes. If you're scared of heights or something, or if you don't like traveling on planes, I am so sorry, but I love planes. Like if I could travel on a plane all the time, I would, but I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> um, so the first thing that I wanna say is even if you hate it, and even if your parents, mostly your dad, makes you, like, just get to the airport early. You never want to miss your flight. And just because, like, my dad, we always got to the airport at least two hours early. And it's kind of saved us multiple times, I will admit, because sometimes it can be very slow when you're, like, processing like your bags or whatever or trying to print off a ticket or something like that I mean now that now you can have your tickets on your phone and all that kind of stuff which is really helpful but I don't know trying to get your bags checked and trying to make sure that everything's in place can be a really like hard time and then on top of that trying to get through security especially when it's busy you you could easily miss your flight so I always say get to the airport early, even if you hate it, like it's just a smart thing to do. Plus like you'll have downtime and you'll know that you'll make your flight. Like you could get something to eat. You'll be able to go to the bathroom. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you can do to pass the time. I remember <laughs> me and my brother, like we used to actually bring like a mini soccer ball with us, like almost everywhere that we went. So we would actually like pass the soccer ball around in the airport <laughs> while people were walking around we did it on one of those like i think they're called people movers or whatever but it's like a escalator but you walk on, only walk on it like you don't actually go up so we would we would do that um yeah so especially if you have somebody with you like you can easily pass the time so and then when buying your tickets actually for flights always go for early morning flights i know that that sounds like weird and i know a lot of people probably don't like flying in the morning i personally love it i love getting to the airport early because that's also when it's like dead and nobody's there but early morning flights are actually like a lot cheaper than later flights and then also use incognito mode in your browser to search for flights because i think it like i don't really know how it works but it like doesn't notice that you're looking for actual flights because i think when you're not in uh, incognito, then it actually shows like, oh, this person's looking for flights. Like we're gonna jack up the prices. So always do that and always plan ahead as well because flights are gonna be cheaper for, say I'm, I wanna travel. So say I wanna travel in the summer, like in July, you would wanna purchase your tickets in like maybe December or something like that. If you if you know you're, you're gonna be traveling that early. Most people don't, but most I my family does so they're gonna be cheaper if you buy them earlier so always recommend doing that 
Um, when you're at the airport, try and not stress through security. They are just like they are just as stressed and annoyed probably as you are. So don't freak out if they need to check your bag or if they if something happens. Like always, just try and stay calm when you're in there because honestly, if you start freaking out, they're probably going to be like, oh, like this person's freaking out. Maybe they are hiding something or doing something. Like I mean, obviously, if you have something in your bag or if you have something that you aren't supposed to have then like you're probably gonna freak out but if you really don't have anything like if you know that you're fine like don't try and freak out although always make sure that you are going through security knowing that you're good like make sure you don't have any oversized um bottles you don't have any like liquid any like really big liquids with you like Make sure that you've done everything that you need them to do, like especially asking questions before you go through security. I usually always ask the person that's like gliding the bags through if I need to like take off something, if I can keep on something, if I need to take something out of my bag because you always need to take all your electronics out. So I always make sure that before I go through security, I am like good to go so I can just like so like scoop up my stuff and head out because I kind of hate security as well. Although when I was a kid, I didn't have to go through security. I Well, I had to go through security, but like I was always accompanied by somebody. So because my dad didn't have to go through security. So I was always like in the front of the line. I always had a security guard with me. Like I never really had to worry about like stuff like that. And I think that's kind of like groomed me to not be as stressed when I go through security. So I'm always usually the mom when I'm out at an airport or I'm the boss kind of like I know what I'm doing. I can like get everything done quickly. And I usually don't stress when I'm there because <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to be fine. We're here early. Like nothing's going to happen. We don't have, if nobody's doing anything wrong, we don't have anything to worry about. So just try and not stress. Um. Okay. So when you're on the plane, try and get up and go to the bathroom or walk around, especially if it's a long flight, because you obviously don't, there's, I think it's like your like you don't want to get like blood clots in your legs. I think that's what it is. I'm actually not sure, but I know like I see a lot of people going up and down the aisle sometimes. Um, personally, I was never one to get up on a flight because I was always I wouldn't I don't want to say scared, but like I don't know. I was just kind of I should say disgusted maybe or just nervous. Nervous is a good word. I don't want to say disgusted, but I always just did not want to use a bathroom on a plane. So I would always just sit and just it. If I needed to go, I would wait until we landed. Like on my flight to Paris, an eight hour flight, I did not use the bathroom a single time. And we had like two meals. It was so bad. So <laughs> I, but now I'm like, okay with it. So I recommend getting up and going to the bathroom or just kind of walking around. Like you really don't want to, yeah, you don't want to ruin anything. Um, make sure you drink lots of water on the plane because up in the air, it's like really dry and it actually makes you really dehydrated. So like I said, fill up that reusable water bottle, drink it on the plane, or if they offer, if they go around with a cart, always get some water, always get some snacks too. Cause like, you know, you can get kind of hungry and those are also, those are free snacks. I mean, they're not the best and they're kind of small, but they're still free snacks. Next thing is, again, chew gum during the flight. Help with your ears popping with, like, the difference in elevation. Um, and then the last thing, make sure you have all of your stuff together once the plane lands. I do this all the time because I kind of hate waiting for people. And it just gets kind of annoying. I can see if you have, like, little kids trying to get them, like, together and all their stuff. Like, definitely, it's going to take time. And I am A-okay with waiting for them, making sure that they're all good. If they're missing anything, like, definitely try and help them. But like, just make sure you have your stuff together because you don't really want to take that long getting out of your seat or like backing up people waiting for you. Like it's just, it's kind of annoying. So I always have everything packed up in my bag. It's zipped. Like once the plane lands, I'm most likely standing up. Well, once we're stopped, I should say, I'm most likely standing up to stretch my legs, putting my bag on my seat, ready to like whip it around my shoulder and like a head out of that plane, uh, like a head off of the plane. So please do that. Please be considerate of, your, of everybody else. Like make sure you know where all your stuff is, especially if you put something above, like on the, um, above like cab, whatever 
shelf thing. I don't really know what it's called. Um, but yeah, make sure you know where the thing is so you can grab it quickly and just head out. So next I'm going to be talking about traveling in a car. And I've only gone on, I want to say one, like a really, really long car road trip or whatever. And that was when I went from Michigan to Florida, which is, I think it's like 20 some hours. I don't know. We stopped in like South Carolina or something. I can't remember where it was, but we stopped once and um, spent the night and then went like kept going the next day, which was nice because I hate traveling in cars. I don't know about other people. Like I know some people that like love road trips. I don't. I don't like it. I just, I mean, they can be fun sometimes, but I hate sitting in a car. Like it's, I would so much rather be in a plane. I don't know if that's what the difference is, but I just don't like riding in cars and, but it saves you money. So I'm okay with it. And we were going to Florida for spring break, so it's okay. Um, so tips that I have for traveling in a car, it's kind of, it can be the same thing with traveling on a plane, especially with the like, um, bringing stuff that'll keep you entertained. But I hear like I have some a couple of different things that I was able to kind of bring with me or collect from my trip. So when you're traveling with other people, it can either be the best time or the worst time. So you can either like have a great time traveling and like you'll be all good or like by the end of the trip, like by the end of the car ride, you'll probably be hating each other. I don't it, it just depends on how long the trip is and who you're traveling with. I most of the time, I don't know, I've like done like one road trip too with my friends and the way there was so fun. We were talking like the whole time or listening to music. Like we were all so like, we were so excited. And then on the way home, I was driving and we, everybody else was asleep in the car or we were all just kind of pissed because it was not a good trip. <laughs> so like I said, it just depends on like, how the trip's going, how long the ride back to your house is. Um, but I think it's kind of the same thing with most of the time. The trip there is always fun, exciting, and like, oh, I'm just excited to get there and be there and just spend time there. And then the way back is like, oh, like you kind of are just like, oh, I just I'm sad that it's over and I just want to get home. And I remember our trip back from Florida actually was terrible because we actually went the whole way like straight. And then once we got to Ohio, I think it, it was like a snowstorm. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. But yeah, just take into consideration who you're traveling with and how long the trip is. Make sure you have some good music or a good podcast to listen to. I usually do like, I would say they're long, but like a couple hours I'm good with. Like those kind of road trips. Always have like good music or a good podcast to listen to because like they actually really do pass the time quickly and especially podcasts like if you're especially ones that are stories if you're listening to a story you could totally just like get lost in that and it'll pass the time so quickly and you'll be like oh my gosh it's already been an hour and a half like an hour or so like whoa like it's a great time if you're where if you're with your parents traveling maybe bring a book or have your own laptop to watch movies and tv shows we always had that as like when i was a kid and we did uh, car rides to like swim meets or something like that like we would always have me and my brother would always have this like one little I don't really know what it was but it was like a dvd player movie player kind of thing and we always watch scooby-doo to pass the time so I recommend watching movies or tv shows because those can actually like really pass the time quickly uh, bring a pillow and blanket for naps um I, like I said I don't usually sleep when I'm traveling so you know, there is this one thing though, like that I would do the only time I really ever slept with when I was like in a car is my dad would like put down the back seats. So we would have the back seat in the trunk because we had like, um, a bigger car, like a van actually. So he would put down the back seats and then we would put, um, a foam like mattress pad almost in the back and then cover that with like blankets and, pillows so it's kind of like you have a bed in your back at, like in your in the back of your car and that's the only way I was ever able to sleep so if you can sleep in a car just kind of like sitting I applaud you I wish I was you but 
I just couldn't, I just can't do that unless I'm actually like, unless I've had like Dramamine that knocks me out. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, okay. Always bring snacks and water bottles. Those are good too, because especially on road trips, like you probably don't want to stop at, at every gas station and have to pay for something to eat or drink. Like always just bring stuff with you, especially if it's, it's cheaper to buy stuff in bulk and just have that along the way. Obviously if you're stopping for like meals, then like you're going to spend money, but if you can just pack some snacks with you, that'll always be a great thing. Uh, have wipes and plastic bags and hand sanitizer just in case of like messes because I know that especially if you're on a road trip and you decide okay I don't want to stop here and eat I want to just get um I just want to go through the drive through and get back on the road then you definitely want to have stuff with you just in case there's a mess because somebody some people may be eating something that's messy in the car so just have that and also like trash and also plastic bags you can use as trash bags just so you can keep it and then throw it away once you get to where you, wherever you're going. And then lastly is make sure to take bathroom breaks and make stops to stretch your legs and get some fresh air. Kind of the same thing with airplanes. Like you always want to stop and make sure that you're stretching. And also for the driver, if you want to switch out drivers, that's probably a good thing, especially if you have everybody that's able to drive. But always just make sure, take stops because... It's better to do that too, because sitting in a car for a really long time can get very boring. Okay, so next is traveling on a bus, and I've traveled on a bus three times before. Twice was on a school trip going to DC, and then second, and sorry, the third time was when I went on a trip to, um, I think it was Philly. Yeah, we did. We went from. Kentucky, Frankfurt, Kentucky to Philly, which I think was like a nine hour bus drive. I can't remember how long it was actually. It was like an eight or nine hour bus drive. And that one was with people I had, I did not know. I have never met them before in my life. I went with my dad and my aunt I think it was my aunt and grandma, but I don't remember if it was, if my grandma went or not. But yeah, we, that was the only trip I took, like bus trip I've taken where I didn't know anybody. I got to know people, although there was a lot of old people, there was actually only one person that was my age. <laughs> so I, I got to know them pretty well and it was nice, but most of the time, like most of the trip, I actually was just doing homework or watching movies or talking to my dad. Actually, no, I did go on another bus trip. I forgot. Okay. I've been on four bus trips. I, we went on like an out West trip around like, um, we went Utah, Wyoming, South Dakota, like that area. And that was like a bus. You were on a bus every single day. And I mostly just talked to my dad and listened to music. And we played, um, we played Rummy a lot. <laughs> So, yeah, and then the other, the Washington, D.C. trips were with school, so I obviously knew everybody on that bus, and I was comfortable with it. So, traveling on a bus, if you are comfortable with every on the, everyone on the bus and you all know each other, like I said for my school trip to Washington, D.C., this is what I did. I don't know if everybody else would do it, but everybody else on the bus was, like, doing it as well, is make sure you get a spot on the floor, especially. Especially if it is a long bus trip, you are traveling through the night. For us, we always left at like, I don't know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night and got there at like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. So we would be driving through the night and you would always want a spot on the floor. If you didn't get a spot on the floor, you were kind of screwed. I always got a spot on the floor, so it was okay. But that is the best place to sleep. And you may think I'm weird by saying that, but it is the best place to sleep. You, especially if you've taken Dramamine, you've got blankets, you've got a pillow, like it's so comfortable, especially for me. Like I was, I'm short, so I'm able to like take up small spaces. And yeah, the only bad part is trying to like, um, jump over people. If you have to get off, like if they, if we stop somewhere, trying to like hop over people is a little hard, but like you're able to do it, especially if you're with a bunch of high schoolers, like pretty all, you're all pretty like agile and can just hop over seats. <clears throat> um, 
Um, another thing is play some fun games with people. Like most most of these things pretty much apply to pe- if you're traveling on a bus with um with people that you know. But like play some fun games. You you'd be surprised about what we, like what you can come with come up with on a long trip. Like we would play this one game where you'd have to say like a celebrity's name and you went through like the alphabet. So say like somebody said like Albert Einstein, like the next thing would be like, like B. So like, I don't know, Britney Spears, like, and then you'd go to C and then you just kind of like go around until somebody messes up or you can't think of a celebrity and they'd be like out or something and you can't repeat it. So (laughs) I think we played that for like at least an hour. It, It goes by fast. Um, and then another thing is bring anything that'll help, that'll help pass the time again, like your computer, watch movies, bring a book, like bring some headphones, make sure you have those. Like it's a lot. Um, also bring homework. Like I said, I did that on my one to fill on the bus trip to Philly. And then respect everybody else on the bus. If you don't know people on the bus, then definitely respect them. But if you also know people on the bus, respect them. Because if people are trying to sleep, then you don't want to be the person in the back that's making a crap ton of noise. Like, trust me, I hate those people. They like, thankfully, I was on a bus that was able to like, we all knew each other. It was literally my senior class, like every senior was on that bus. So we all respected each other and we knew that if it was time to go to bed, like if people were sleeping, nobody made a noise. Like we were all like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Well, I shouldn't say it's time to go to bed, but like, okay, people are going to bed or sleeping. Like we're not going to be in the back making all these noises. So I was really happy about that. Personally, I didn't actually sleep on the other buses. So I don't really, you know, I didn't really have that experience, but I know that you definitely want to respect anybody that's on the bus and they're trying to sleep or if they need it to be quiet. And then lastly is the bathrooms on the bus aren't always the best. Um, I, I never used the bathroom. So, but I know that they're like disgusting. I think I used it while we weren't moving, but it would still kind of freak me out if we were moving, but you know, I, they're there if you need them. Okay, and now I'm going to I'm going to talk about a train, traveling on a train. And at this point, it's pretty much the same thing, but I think with trains, the one thing that I did have was if you have a train where this only happened to me when I went from Michigan to Chicago actually. It's like if you have a table in between the two sets of chairs, so like the seats are looking at each other, then and you have that table in between. I recommend bringing a deck of cards because you can actually play some really fun games with one deck of cards. Like if you don't know games, definitely look them up. But and then the other thing with the trains is that like you're still on the ground, so you can get Wi-Fi or you can have cell reception. I not Wi-Fi cell reception. They probably offer Wi-Fi on the train though. Um, and then traveling on a boat. Um, I've traveled on a boat a couple of times. I've taken. A, a crew I've taken like riverboat cruises and then I did a like ocean liner cruise. We went my riverboat cruises were in um Europe and then the ocean one we did was in Hawaii when we went to all of the <coughs> excuse me all of the islands around. So if you've been on a cruise and you know what it's like to travel on a boat like I I personally like the riverboat cruises just because they're smaller and I mean I I don't know bigger boats can be fun but they just, I don't know. I just don't like them because smaller boats are good because you can get to know other people on the boat. And for me, because I was on a riverboat cruise in Europe, it was literally all old people. And I personally loved it. Like I was able to actually get to know those people and talk to them. They taught me how to play, uh, no, they, it was either bridge or golf. I can't remember, but I played that with them. One of the, one of the older guys taught me like magic tricks. It was so fun. Um, yeah, so if you're on a boat and it, if this is like a uh, travel on a boat, like a cruise, then I recommend taking advantage of everything that they offer on the boat, like classes or like game nights. Like I've taken like a painting class or a cooking class and they've had like a bunch of different game nights or like karaoke. So I recommend taking advantage, like full advantage of what they offer on the boat. And that's kind of all I have for traveling, like actual traveling on 
a boat or a plane or a train or a car, that kind of stuff. So now I'm going to get into a couple of my travel stories that I have. So as you've probably heard throughout my tips, you know that I've traveled to a couple of different places and I really like to talk about my travels to Europe because they were honestly the most fun I've ever had. Like there are so many beautiful cities in Europe that I highly recommend going to. And if you are able to travel to Europe, like please go and spend as long as you can there if you're able to afford it. But I went on a cruise both times. I actually, the first time I went to France with my family, we took a cruise from Paris to um, Normandy, which is north of Paris. So we went, I think it was the Seine. I don't remember if it was the Seine River or not. But we just went up and then back down, obviously, because we went from it was pretty much Paris to Paris, but we went from Paris to Normandy and then back to Paris to fly out. And we actually spent three extra days in Paris and took a trip to London. And that was so much fun. We were able to see Buckingham Palace. We went to, um, <coughs> um, excuse me, sorry. We went to Roland Garros, I think. it. Yeah, we went to Roland Garros, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's where the French Open is. And if you know what the French Open is, it's a tennis tournament. <laughs> so yeah, we were able to do that. It was so much fun. I also like loved Buckingham Palace. If you can go, like I said, if you can afford it, it's it's so beautiful inside. Because I think we were able we were able to go when the Queen wasn't like nobody was there. I'm pretty sure. I think that's how it works. I really don't remember. I was 13 when this happened. I think the only thing that I would change is I wish I had better fashion sense because let me tell you, I did not look good when I was 13 and in France. So I want to go back and take different pictures because I looked like a potato when I went. Um, but yeah, we did that and uh, we went on a bunch of like different excursions that the cruise line actually offered for us. And you got to see so many different museums. We went to the Louvre. We went to... Um, Oh, geez. We, the first night there, we actually went all the way to the top of the Eiffel Tower, which is so much fun. You hike a lot of stairs, you can, but you can only hike to like the second level, and then you have to take an elevator up to the top. Um, what else did we see? Oh, well, we went to the Normandy beaches, and if you don't know what that is, that's actually where um, D-Day was. So we were able to kind of uh, watch documentary. We were able to go to the cemetery. And which was not, what was nice about the cruise is actually the people that were there, they gave us two roses, I think. I think they were yellow roses. Um, and we were able to go to any grave that we wanted to. And we could place it on a grave for like somebody that had passed, passed away. And I know I'm pretty sure families maybe still go back. And I, I do think families go back and they actually like leave stuff there because I saw, I remember seeing a lot of stuff. But yeah, we were able to do so many things and take full advantage of whatever that you're offered whenever you're on a cruise or something like that with your family. They, there's just so many cool things that you can do in Europe because there's just so much history there. And I think that's why I find it so beautiful is because you can look at something and be like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that happened so many years ago. Like this many people experienced it and now I'm able to experience it now. I think I've been talking for too long. Oh, okay. Um, and then the second cruise that we actually took was in, I would like to say Germany because most of the, we ended in Germany, but we actually started in uh, Budapest, Hungary. And we were able to, I think we were there for like a day or so. Um, and if you don't know, Budapest is actually divided into where you're, you have the Buddha side and the Pesh side. And we, we were able to go to both sides, although we only, I think it was the Pesh side that we, where was the Buddha side? I can't remember. It was one side that we only were able to actually like ride around on the bus with, but then you went to the other side and you were able to actually walk around, take pictures, go and do a cathedral. 
that's the other thing about Europe. So many beautiful cathedrals. They are just so grand. And oh, we actually went to um, Notre Dame when we were in Paris as well. And like I said, beautiful. But yeah, we were able to do that in Budapest. And then we went to, I can't remember. I think it was, we went to Austria. We were in Austria for a while. We went to Vienna. We went to um, Krems. Krems was my favorite because Krems was a very like rolling hills, winery. Um, just, it was so, so beautiful. I keep using that word beautiful, but that's literally how I describe Europe is just beautiful. Um, and we were go, we were able to go to it. They're called, um, they're called abbeys. So they have all of these kind of fields of, um, wine, like wine, winery field. Well, sorry. It was a winery, but then you have like cathedral, you have all these little other things and and like I said, I would just describe that as a rolling hills area. If I could go back, that was probably one of the places that I would love to go back to. And then we made our way up to Germany and we stopped in Nuremberg. And Nuremberg is actually where the trials were after like that's where Hitler had all of his all the trials. Like there's just a lot of history there that I probably will not be able to go into because but you know it's really interesting. So highly recommend if you can. And then we spent a couple extra days actually flying. We went to, um, we went to Hamburg and then we went to Berlin. So we were able to see the Berlin wall or like what's left of it. Um, got some of the best pizza in Berlin as well. And yeah, even though you probably wouldn't expect it, but some of the best pizza there. Um, yeah, but those are my kind of Europe trips. And then I've also been to a lot of places around the U.S. My favorites were Oregon, Washington, Washington, and Maine. But that's also because that's where, like, your national parks are and you're able to go, like, really, like, go hiking. And if you don't like hiking, then you probably, I mean, you'd still like the places because they're just scenic and there's just, there's so much to see. But personally, I love hiking. I love, like, mountains and national parks are kind of probably one of my favorite places to be. But we were able to go to Maine on one of our trips where, um, oh, what is it? Uh, Acadia National Park is. So we were able to go there. And then when we were in Washington, we went to Olympic National Park. So we were able to hike mountains in both places. And I wish we had spent more time there, but the time we had, like I, I'm so grateful for because those are my favorite trips I've ever been on. Um, yeah, so those are most of the places that I've been. Obviously, I've been to like other places around the US, like California. Like, if you're in California, please go to Legoland. So fun. I know that like it's probably really kiddish, but like, oh my gosh, it's still fun. I was obsessed with Legos when I was a kid, so I loved it. Uh, we went to Hawaii, love Hawaii, uh, Florida, Washington, DC. Washington, Washington, DC is a great place to go to. I went with my school, but like, I would love to go back with my family because. We were able to go to like Georgetown. I actually went with my my friend's family actually lives in Washington. So we were able to go to Georgetown, like being able to see all the monuments. Like if you can go to the Holocaust Museum, like it's just it's it's sad, but it's a great thing to see. And it's just so there's just like I said, so much history behind everything that you see. Um, go to all like the natural natural history museums. I went to the Air and Space Air or is it Air and Space or I don't know. One of those museums, like, there's just, like I said, so much to see. Um, like Utah, Wyoming, South Dakota, like, we got to see Mount Rushmore. We went to Yellowstone National Park. Like, there's just, like I said, so much to see within the U.S. If you can travel, go anywhere you want. Some places that I really want to go are Montana, and I really want to go to Colorado. Um, I really want to go to Arizona. Like, like I said, I... If I could hike everywhere too, I really want to do that. But I say take any travel opportunity that you can. I, right now, I know that traveling is a little bit hard and it's a little scary. But I think that once things in the next couple of years, I would say, start to kind of calm down and maybe get a little easier, I recommend taking every travel trip that you can. It's And just see as much as you can. You Because you never really know what you're going to see or when you're not going to be able to see things again. I, and 
I know that's kind of scary to say, but I like to live by that and like just take in as much as you can, live in the moment and do what you can. Okay, so I'm going to round out the episode because my voice is definitely getting shot from talking too much. I did not think I was going to talk this much, but I really, I, I did. I This is probably one of the, my favorite topics to talk about. And I could talk about it so much more if I wasn't so disorganized at this point. Like, trust me, I love to be organized. But when I ramble, it just all kind of comes out. And like one thing that I thought I needed to sit, like one thing comes up after the thought and I'm just, I'm just all over the place. But I just wanted to finish the episode with my with the quote that I found. It's about travel, which obviously relates well to this episode. And it says, travel as much as you can, as far as you can, as long as you can. Life is not meant to be lived in one place. And I personally like this quote. I think that it can really apply to anybody. And I love when it says life is not meant to be lived in one place because like, you really need to go out and experience the culture that maybe you haven't experienced before, like you need to go out. Well, you don't need to, but I always suggest going out and meeting new people and just kind of living life to the fullest at that point. So yeah, that's going to be the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys were able to kind of take out some tips from that, from all my rambling. I, like I said, it all just kind of comes out without any rhyme or reason, but yeah, if you like, I really, Really, I hope you guys could take something away from that. So that's the end of this episode, and I will talk to you guys next time.